Hello and good morning. Welcome to Monday. It's the Pete Bradley Show. I'm your host, Pete Bradley, along with my son, the show creator, producer, director, and guy who was really upset with that, uh, was it, Damien Harris fumble in the Patriots game yesterday? My son, Matt. Don't speak for me, though. There was a lot of good things that happened yesterday. It was a good game. Don't say I'm, like, sobbing in the corner over here because you beat us by what? Two points? One point. One point. One point. back off. (laughs) A little salty this morning, are we? Well, you came out here and saying, I was like, oh, he's really, he's crying. Little baby, little baby Matt. Little baby Matt's upset because the Patriots lost. And I'm now realizing that my lack of sleep is making me seem cranky. Anyways... Did I say he was crying? There was a lot of good things that happened yesterday. Yeah, we'll talk about that this morning. We uh, coming up. We will review our football picks from week one. Also today, do you like horror movies? Want to get paid for watching horror movies? There's a job offer to tell you about. What would you do if someone consistently ruined a movie for you? You know, revealed plot twists or told you what was coming up. What would you do? And we have some health news about Phil Collins. So a lot to cover on this Monday morning. Uh, yes, the Dolphins did beat the Patriots 17-16. to 16. I, I'm not really going to gloat because, uh, I mean, we won the first game of the season. So it's like th- there's a long way to go. And you won by one point. And it was only one point. And the Patriots gave it away when, when Damian Harris fumbled. Don't you agree? Oh, yeah. It was a, it was a guaranteed win until then. Yeah. Uh, Tua Tagovailoa threw a go-ahead touchdown pass to Jalen Waddle in the third quarter, and uh, the key was Xavier Howard recovering a Damian Harris fumble with New England driving in the fourth quarter, and the Dolphins beat the Patriots 17-16. It, uh, it says here Miami's win spoiled the debut of New England's Mac Jones. It but did not. It no, did I don't not. think he so. fantastic. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel? After uh, I feel game good. One. It gives me it gives me Brady vibes. He looks just comfortable out there. Yeah, and he's a little bit more mobile than Brady. So I mean that's okay. That's yeah. a positive. He was, but now he was. I don't know. It looks like we got a good scheme going on. I'm liking the two tight ends, Hunter Henry and uh, John U. Smith. Mm-hmm. They were both looking good yesterday. I don't think we're using them how we can't. Like we haven't used their full potential yet, though. Okay, we kind of used them as individual tight ends yesterday, which is fine, but. Everybody remembers the two tight end system we had, right? With Rob Gronkowski and the, and the murderer to not be named. But uh, <laughs> there yeah. were t- there were too many penalties yesterday, mm-hmm. which I'm sure Belichick is is addressing. Well, they usually have Monday off, right? He'll be addressing that Tuesday, and um, definitely the fumbles. Oh yeah, I mean he's been known to cut a guy who fumbles. Stephen right? Ridley was a really bad fumbler, and right. he uh, he made him carry the ball around his house. <laughs> so and I'm and it, it, he improved. So yeah, we'll yeah. see. So anyway, you gotta feel good. And next week, I think good. next week I think the Pats play the Jets. So oh, I haven't looked ahead. So I mean, you know, you don't want to face any game as as a gimme, but uh, the Jets are still the Jets. Yeah, right. They looked a little rough yesterday, but I mean, their their rookie quarterback looked a little a little bit better at the end of the game. A little better, so, yeah, yeah, towards the end. All right. We'll uh, look at our football picks in, in a few minutes. Uh, Monday Night Football tonight, the Baltimore Ravens begin their series in Las Vegas against the Raiders. And I forgot who picked what on that, but we'll we'll get to that in a moment. Hope you had a nice weekend, and uh, let us know. Join us in the chat if you are watching live this morning. We'd love to hear what you were up to, how your weekend was. And uh, if you're watching later in the day, feel free to comment 
course, we do ask if you could, if you do, to like what we post and also subscribe if you have not subscribed on the YouTube channel yet. Priscilla and I celebrated our 40th anniversary yesterday, and uh, what a great wife. We actually celebrated it Saturday because there was football on Sunday. Wow. She likes football, too. Though she never sits down and watches it, does Uh, she? She doesn't sit still. (laughs) Well, at the game on, we had Cat and Josh over yesterday. So, I mean, it was our usual Sunday thing. And there goes Mom, flooding around, cleaning this, cleaning that. What happened? Where are we? She just finds a million things to do. And she says she has to do that in order because when the Red Sox were, you know, playing in the World Series, she had to clean the house. That helped a win, I guess, was her thinking. Yeah, but I guess. Anyway, we uh, we did celebrate Saturday. Uh, we went to a nice restaurant that is just before the New Bedford Fairhaven Bridge. It's called Fathoms. And uh, if I am to give a local restaurant review, it was very good. Ni- nice atmosphere. Uh, the food was exceptional. I had a uh, baked stuffed shrimp, and it was stuffed. It was a, a crab meat stuffing, so it was very good. And uh, the the only problem I've ever had with Fathoms is I can't seem to get in the place for dinner. Lunch they had a table for us, but anytime I've gone there for dinner, we've it's, literally had dinner there. What's that? We've literally had dinner there. Uh well, just once that I know of. We went with, uh, was it for Doug's wedding? All the guys went out for? Yeah. But then there was a second time. Were you not there? I don't think I was there. I know Trish was there. I was there. Yeah. I don't think I was. I don't know. Maybe not. Yeah. I don't know where you were. So anyway, a nice surprise yesterday. We're we're sitting there. We put in our drink order. Uh, It was, was, I think, 12.30 in the afternoon, so I wasn't going to really imbibe, you know, so... I ordered a lemonade. I think Priscilla ordered a Diet Pepsi. And then the manager comes up to us with two nice glasses of champagne. And he says, your children called and told us it was your anniversary. And we were presented with champagne. We thought, that's nice. And then we all started wondering, I wonder whose idea that was. Or maybe it was all of them. I don't know. And then after the meal, we're waiting for the check and the waitress comes and she says, oh, did my manager tell you they, they took care of this, too? You guys, that was so nice. And was I it a, I don't know why it's a surprise. I mean, we're, we're, we're great freaking people. <laughs> was it a team effort? It was, yeah. It was? I'm contractually obligated not to disclose any, disclose any details. It's a, it's a private oh. conversation. Oh, A I private see. group chat. That, okay. That goes on. All right. Yeah. So uh, yeah, forty years together. Do you have the? Uh, do you have the? Here it comes. Oh yeah. Oh, I found the wedding album. There they are. Da da da. We were such kids, huh? Gross. What do you mean gross? I don't know. I was twenty. Your mom was eighteen. Wow. Which we never really suggested that for you kids, you know, <laughs> when you were eight. And and in fact, a couple of times I did say to your mother, "Wow, they're the same age." We were when we got married, so but it worked for us, you know. Maybe it works for some. I don't know about others, but uh, yeah, there we go. You you can make all the comments you want about the hair, you know. Somebody, uh, my friend Matt, commented on Facebook that uh, the mustache and the sideburns were epic. I don't know if "epic"s the word I would go with. Um, there's something. It was 1981, so okay. Keep that in mind. 
It was 1981. Anyways. <laughs> Good morning and welcome to September 13th. It is uh, show number 66. Today is National Kids Take Over the Kitchen Day. There you go, Abby. Let the kids take over the kitchen. They do the cooking. Keyword there is kids, though. Um, technically, I'm your kid, but I'm 22, so I'm not a kid. So I'm going to pass on that. So again, you're not cooking for me. Mm-hmm. All right. National Peanut Day. It is National Bald is Beautiful Day. See, I'm convinced that's a lie. You just threw that in there. No, it is. Because you know that I wouldn't look it up to fact check it, so you were like, I'm going to throw this in here. Mm-mm. Everyone's going to give me a bunch of love because nope, I'm nope, bald. Nope, 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 nope. Yeah. Uh, and it is also National Boss Employee Exchange Day. What are you supposed to exchange? I guess you're supposed to exchange places. Oh, Exchange places with your boss today, I guess. All right, I guess I'll let you be the boss for one day. For one day, right? On the date book, it was on this day in 1955 that Swiss inventor George de Mastrel is granted a patent for what would become known as Velcro. And if memory serves me right, he discovered it by studying a burr that was stuck to his socks. Yes, yep, I've heard that too. The Beatles released yesterday on this day in 1965... That same day, they won their first Grammy for Best Group of 1964. Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? debuted on CBS on this day in 1969. Law and Order, created by Dick Wolf, premiered on this day in 1990. And on this day in 1999, uh, John Elway's number seven jersey was retired by the Denver Broncos. I love it when you say, like, like not serious things in the serious voice. And today, Scooby-Dooby-Doo, Where Are You? is in a <laughs> Scooby-Doo! Premiered on CBS. Uh, Celebrity birthdays, Tyler Perry is 52, and Daisuke Matsusaka, former uh, Red Sox pitcher, is 41 today. I was surprised to see that in the uh, celebrity birthdays. Why? I feel like everyone forgot about Daisuke. I know. Yeah, you don't hear much about it. I I don't know where. I don't think he's playing anymore. I doubt it at 41. Yeah, no. But I'm just happy I spelled Daisuke Matsusaka correctly. You probably copy and pasted it, man. Uh, yeah, I did. You're yeah, right. You did. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, I know how you work. Do we have any uh, chats let's this see. morning before we look here. at the picks? Uh, let's see. Good morning, Abby. Good morning, Gail. Hello. Good morning, Dana. Hello. Uh, Dana said, "I thought Mac Jones had a great first game. I think he did too. Yeah. Uh, he just looks he looks comfortable and he doesn't he doesn't really panic. Much. No, he doesn't, he doesn't look doesn't, nervous. He doesn't panic no. throw, which is the biggest uh sort of risk you have with rookie quarterbacks." He looks, I don't know, he just looks comfortable. Yeah. More than Justin. Danny said, Pat's first fumble was a BS call. Ground can't cause a fumble. Yeah. There were there were a couple of those mm-hmm. where, was that the one where you, th- you thought his butt was down, you know? I don't know if that was the one, but I, right. I do remember that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Gary said, congrats on the Finns win, Pete. Thank you. Thank no. You. Nobody congrats. <laughs> Abby said, Jones did very well. He looks like a baby, but I felt like he had a pretty, uh, but I felt like he did pretty well. Yes. Does and have a baby he does, face. He does look like he's 12. Yeah. Um, it looks like he can't grow facial hair. I think <laughs> I think that's the problem. That's true. I wonder if he can. Abby said, glad you got that win for your anniversary, Uncle. Aww. We specifically said that that wasn't allowed, but somehow it still mm. happened. Mm. Uh, Dana said, who's favored for Monday Night Football? I don't know odds-wise who's favored, uh, uh, but I s- we do have our picks coming up. Can I be totally stupid here? It, okay. says, it says Baltimore minus four. So does that mean they're favored? I believe so. Okay. I'm not good with odds and stuff yeah. like that. We, yeah. sh- we should probably get good with that. Does anyone know? What, is, what does Baltimore minus four mean? I believe that's mean they're f- that means they're favored. Okay. I'm, minus, I'm almost positive, is a good thing. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, let's see. Abby said, so I always thought Bledsoe went out because of a broken finger and then Brady came to be. I was definitely wrong when I looked it up. Wasn't it a concussion? Yeah, it wasn't a finger. It wasn't it, yeah, a finger. I thought it was a concussion. Somebody really plowed into him from, yeah. the, uh, from the Jets, was it? I think it was a Jets game. I don't know. Yeah. But that's why, because it was a concussion, that's why Brady kept playing, I think. Right. Right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, even though they didn't take concussion series back then. Anyways, Dana said happy <laughs> anniversary. There you go. Thank you. Uh, Abby said, I've never seen that woman sit down for long. She doesn't. Um, she doesn't. Oh, uh, uh, Trish? Trish. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Abby said, good job, kids. Thank you. Dana said, kids suck. Giggle. Watch it, buddy. <laughs> um, let's see. Abby said, I should. The kids... Uh, and they said that is not Uncle Pete. Oh, she. Oh, showed, I showed, showed the, the kids, kids the yeah. wedding. Uh, the wedding and picture. Not Uncle yes. Pete. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> Justin said, "When is the stash coming back?" Never. <laughs> never. Yeah. I mean, you had it for a while. Not just then, but you also brought it back. Oh yeah, it's been brought back several times. There was yeah. a goatee. I mean, I'm just never satisfied. Back then, it was it okay. I guess. I don't know. The hair and the sideburns made it look somewhat okay. Yeah. I mean, but, it was 19. We were just coming out of the 70s. Yeah. You know. Yeah, we've never been fans of the mustaches the, as the kids, I'm pretty sure. Oh, really? Well, looking back, now, I mean, we looked back, you agreed with us that the, the stash Oh, yes, was no the stash only. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but that was the style at the time. Yes. Let's see, Abby said, yes, I'm so down to celebrate this one. Uh, and then she also said, it just happens to be bald this beautiful day after we get the throwback picture. Uncle just wants us to know he still has it. <laughs> he doesn't, though. I mean, that's, that's the unfortunate hey. thing. He's just trying to hang on for dear life. Uh, and good morning, Diane. And back to you, Pete. I was telling Mom at some point this weekend that uh, I, I just don't... How come I can grow it here, but not here? I mean, what's just, the... That's just how it works, I yeah, guess. Just, Genetics and I, th- I think, like, aren't hormones a part of it? Like, uh, I guess. Testosterone. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. I have no idea. All right, so how did we do in the football picks? I noticed there, uh, because I posted them on... We had them on all the socials yesterday. Yes. Yep. And on one of the Facebook posts... John commented by saying, "Looks like neither one of you had a good week." So, uh, well, in, we, in the in the grand scheme of things, he's right. But against each other, we're tied. So, oh, okay. Yeah. So we, we went. We both went eight and seven. Right as of right now, we're eight and seven. Okay. Um, but we picked the same. We both picked the Raiders for tonight. So okay. Either way, we're gonna tie. Uh, for the week, um, but yeah, in the grand scheme of things, I mean, we we guessed seven games wrong. So yeah. that's that's pretty bad. We did guess different games. Yeah, right. A lot of different games. We had actually. a lot of disagreements, yeah. but there was right. just Saturday. It was all. I mean, the Packers getting blown out by the Saints. Oh, I don't think anyone really who saw that coming. Happen. Yeah, there was a couple a couple upsets there. So, yeah. all right, so eight and seven going into tonight. We'll see how that uh, happens. Uh, some other football news. Buffalo Bills Pro Bowl quarterback Josh Allen has the top-selling jersey in the NFL. Oh, wow. Mac Jones has the number two-selling jersey just ahead of Tom Brady, who came in third. I love that. Chicago Bears rookie quarterback Justin Fields came in fourth, and Patrick Mahomes is number five. So, I like how Justin Fields is number four, though, and he's, he's a backup. Although he did, he did score a touchdown. Last night, How he, they well, use, he's so he's a rookie, right. but they're they're Andy Dalton starting for the Bears, right? Um, but they they threw him in on the goal line last night for a little oh, QB cool. scramble. Nice, yeah. Uh, and Nickelodeon, along with CBS, have announced the launch of a new weekly NFL show called NFL Slime Time. Twenty three episodes will uh, be aired, 
featuring Nate Burleson, who's now in everything just about. Yeah. He's the uh he's part of the team on CBS's morning show now. Yeah, he was it's funny because he was a pretty good wide receiver and now he's just all over yeah. the uh broadcasting. Everywhere. Game. Yeah. Uh and also they're going to feature Nick's uh this Nickelodeon, Nick's young Dylan. That's Dylan Schefter, who is the daughter of Adam Schefter, ah, who is the I don't know the go-to guy for yeah. football news. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I think they said it's going to be on Wednesday nights, so we check that out probably on, on Nickelodeon this Wednesday. I do have to say, uh, Dana said Bledsoe went out for a broken ribs. That I remember. Okay, yes, that now that you say that, yes, yes. Uh, and Abby said collapsed lung and blood in the abdomen. Yeah, it was uh, the broken ribs it caused a, a whole mess. Yeah, which is and he did. Did he get blindsided too by that play? I'll, I don't remember the hit. We'll have to look up the play. Yeah. yeah. All right, we bring up today's random thought. We try to do this at the beginning of the show now, so you can think about it and comment during the show. Our random thought today is: What three words rank right up there with "I love you"? Right? Three three best words you can hear. Someone saying, I love you. What ranks right up there with that? How about, here's your coffee. Oh, that is so good. Mm. When you're at a restaurant waiting for your breakfast mm-hmm. and here's your coffee. So what three words rank right up there with I love you? Think about it. Let us know in the chats. Or if you're watching this later in the day, comments and let us know what you think, all right? Yeah. Uh, real quick, Dana said, do you guys mark your own points for fantasy football, or do you guys use an app? I don't think anyone marks their own points for fantasy. I mean, that was like way back when it started. Yeah, that's how it started. I have no idea who actually agreed to do that, because I can't imagine what that entailed. It was a, uh, and ironically, I know this stuff. Mm-hmm. It was a sports writer from, I think it was from the West Coast, I might have this backwards, but I think it was a sports writer from the West Coast. They all made a, I, he he worked for the Oakland Raiders, I think, or he covered the Oakland Raiders. Mm-hmm. They made a trip east. So, you know, they were going to play Buffalo, New York. So they just stayed east yeah. for the two weeks. And he kind of created this as something to do. And he did it with pencil and paper. See, that's what, I don't, that would drive me crazy. Also, I mean, we're talking about what about the uh, the errors, you know, that they could have, the margin of error oh, yeah. that you have there. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. We use uh, ESPN. A lot of fights breaking out. But, yes, we do We do use an app. We use ESPN. Uh, and me and Kat are still – there's still a chance Kat can come back. I'm winning right now. But oh, really? There's a chance Kat can come back. Yeah. Wow. She needs a big game from her tight end tonight. And I just love – the. I, you know, the fantasy football, I think, is brilliant because it gets you interested in players that— Every game. Yeah. 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 Every, and you get some interesting scenarios. Like yesterday, you had the Dolphins kicker. Yeah. Me and uh, Kat's fiance, Josh. Yeah. Both, both had him in, in different leagues. So anytime the Dolphins were going for a field goal, you were— Kind of, you were hoping he got it. We were but. like, we were like, we'll take it. A field goal <laughs> helps us. It doesn't hurt us too much. Um, looking back, we lost by one point, so it did mm. hurt us. But anyways, I mean, we got some points out yeah. of it, so it was okay. All right, some news this morning. Some things that caught my eye over the weekends. Yet another money making opportunity for you here. A company is looking for a horror movie fan to get paid one thousand three hundred dollars to watch thirteen creepy classics and monitor their heart rate to compare the fear factors of high-budget and low-budget films. 
It's a company called Finance Buzz, a financial advice website, announced that it is looking for, it's seeking a horror movie heart rate analyst to watch 13 horror films with varying budgets and compare the scares of a, a big budget to a low budget. The uh, chosen candidate will use a Fitbit device to track heart rates while watching the movies. They have announced the films. The films selected by the website are Amityville Horror, A Quiet Place, A Quiet Place Part 2, Candyman, Insidious, The Blair Witch Project, Sinister, Get Out, The Purge, Paranormal Activity, and the 2018 remake of Halloween. The website says the lucky candidate hired for this ghostly gig will be paid $1,300 for their efforts, will also provide the Fitbit, and a $50 gift card to cover the cost of any movie rentals. Applications are being accepted through the end of the month. The winning candidate will be announced October 1st. So check out the uh, the uh, website of Finance Buzz. I think I would be perfect for that because I don't really like horror movies. No, I I, I can't watch. So them. I don't I, I don't watch a lot. So I'm going in, you know, blindfolded. Right. I'm not ready. You know, I feel like an experienced horror person would be like, I guarantee this is going to be scary. Right? Oh, right there. Yep. See, yep. nice scare. I, me, I'd be shitting myself, <laughs> which I think would be perfect. Um, so I think I should apply. I ever tell you, I probably didn't tell this story. I was uh, I was out on a date with a girl once mm-hmm. before. This is 40 plus years ago. I'm telling okay? Trish. Before Trish. I'm telling Trish. So I was out with a date, and I don't know if it was her idea or my idea, but we decided to go see a movie called The Fog. Okay. okay. Good, good title. It's like this ghost ship comes out of the fog. And, ah, and the Flying Dutchman. monsters come after you. So anyway, I don't like horror movies, mm-hmm. but I guess she did. And uh, so I, I think I watched the whole movie like this, mm-hmm. just so I could go, Mr. Macho Man here, huh? Yeah. Mr. Macho Man. So thank God you were a wuss then, or you might not have been with Trish. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think $1,300 is enough money, though, for this. Uh, to this. watch 13 movies? To sit on your ass and watch movies? You don't think over $1,000? I, I was talking to Justin last night. I was like, they could pay me $100. I'd, I'd do it. Yeah. It's just watching movies. All right. Which I don't want to say that publicly because now they're going to they're gonna cut my pay. Is anybody, Anyways. Is anybody really into horror movies? Well, I know people are people really are, into yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey, why? <laughs> I don't know. Why do you like, um, I don't know. What do you what? like? Like I like something? comedies. I like. All right, why do you uh, like comedy? I like uh, things that blow up. Okay, why do you like things that blow up? I don't know. It just gives me a kind of a oh yeah, it gives me a rush. You okay, know? so the horror people are like, I don't know. The horror movies just give me a oh yeah, kind of a rush. Okay, so there you go. There's All your right. answer. All right. Uh, let us know if you're into horror movies. Charlie also bumped the camera. That's why it's not. Did centered. he already? Yeah, it's not centered anymore. Oh man. Anyway, this time he wasn't <sighs> even playing. He was stretching. He's he's laying down. And he was just stretching. So I we can't be too mad, but he bumped the camera. Yeah. Big week coming up for Charlie. He's getting yeah. a haircut tomorrow. I'm excited yep. for it. Right now, uh, I don't know if you've seen Charlie. We posted we, yeah, his picture. Yeah, we did post a picture yesterday. He was in the picture of us doing our football poses. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he's a big dust mop. You know, he's just his fur has gotten... We didn't know. We This is the first time we've had a dog like this that, uh, you know, needs to be groomed and everything. Bax probably needed to be groomed, but we never did. Yeah, we never did. Yeah. He just had long, luscious hair. So, uh, 
Charlie's getting groomed tomorrow. Yes, so big day. We'll have some before and after photos. Mm-hmm. So is this a thing on Reddit? I guess it is because I've seen it a couple of times where uh, somebody says A-I-T-A. Am I the asshole? Oh, A-I-T-A. Yeah, I actually had to look it up. And then I was like, why does Pete know what this means? Uh, because I've read it on Reddit. Okay. Yeah. Uh, am I the ass for canceling movie night with my boyfriend after what he did? This is the post on Reddit. Uh, The woman says, I'm a movie lover. I love watching TV shows and movies like Star Trek or The Greatest Showman, Star Wars. I even have rituals for when I watch movies, especially new ones. My boyfriend Andy and I have movie night every Thursday. We've been together for nine months. By the way, we don't live together, she says. He has a habit of Googling spoilers whenever we're watching a movie for the first time. It may not be a big deal to some, but I hate it. She says, I hate when he does that. It ruins the mood, the excitement of the movie, and so far he's ruined over 14 of what would have been great watching experiences. He did it again after I had a talk with him about it. He says he just can't help it. But I said I can't let him ruin the one thing I'm so madly interested in. I can't even enjoy our Thursday movie night anymore because of this. He said that I was right, and he promised that he wouldn't do it again. He even promised he would not keep his phone with him, and he would leave it elsewhere. Well, this past Thursday, he came over to my place so we could watch a new movie together. I prepared popcorn and drinks, and we sat on the sofa and started watching. It was a great movie choice. I was excited to see how events turned out. Andy's phone was in the kitchen, so I didn't have to worry when he started moving on the sofa, looking uncomfortable. I kept staring at the screen, and in a few minutes, I heard tick, 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 you know, the keyboard sound. I turned and saw Andy had my phone in his hand and was seemingly looking up spoilers for the movie. I was like, what the hell did you do that for? What would you take my phone for? I got mad. He just kept smiling at me. He promised he would not spoil it for me and that I could trust him this time to not say anything. I took my phone back, hoping I'd still find out what happens in the movie on my own. But he kept kept harassing me, asking if I wanted him to tell me what was going to happen at the end. Minutes later, he spoke up and said, Hey, babe, I just wanted to let you know that XYZ is going to happen in the end. She said, I blew up. I yelled, calling him unbearable and selfish to have ruined yet another great movie watching experience. I mean, that's breakup so, worthy, right? Like, I would, I would break I would up with think that person. So. I would think that's so. That's not a person I want in my life. I'm so, because, I mean, first off, I mean, it's just a dick move. But second off, clearly this dude has no patience, zero patience. Really? If, if he's going crazy to have to look up spoiler, like, what is wrong with you? Who wants spoilers when you're watching a movie? What's the point of watching a movie? Isn't the point to to learn things as they intend for you to learn them? To be surprised. At that point, why watch the movie at all? Yeah. Why look up? That blows my mind. What would you do if if you had this clown in your life? They're not going to make 40 years, I can tell you that. Oh, no. I I wouldn't make 40 minutes. I don't know how this (laughs) lasted that long. She said, it sounds like they've watched many movies where he's done this. Yes. No. That that would end after the, the first one. Give him a chance. Right. Say, hey, don't you dare. Don't you dare fucking do this again. 
But if he does it again, now that's it. I don't know how they made it. What did she say? She said like twelve movies or something. Uh, Fourteen, I think. Whatever it was, I don't know yeah. how. <clears throat> so far, he's ruined over fourteen. This that's in insane to me. That is insane. Uh, Justin said, didn't even have to finish the story. People who spoil movies are the worst human <clears throat> beings. Yes, a hundred percent agree with that. I'm spilling my water. Oh my god, the show is just what? What does this come to? Um, let's see. Abby agrees with Justin. Dana agrees. Uh, Emily says, control freak. Right? Like, just you got problems. If you, yeah. I, I don't even do know. Do you know anybody it. like that? Or are you like that? And why? Why Why it's do you? It's just you don't have the patience to actually see the movie unfold. Right. To learn the spoilers. See, I'm all about like diving deep into movies I really care about and TV shows I really care about, like diving into YouTube videos and Google and stuff like this after. after? Right. To learn everything I might have either I missed or I want to learn more about. But what's the point of not. You got to go in blind to movies. Mm-hmm. That's how you have to go. Yeah. That's like I remember um, I was late to the Marvel movie trend. Oh, were you? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get into it when it was super hyped. I t- I tend to do that some with certain things. Game of Thrones, I was the same way. Right. And then then I was you, dis- have, you and have I was, to catch up. And then I was disappointed in the end, anyways. Yeah, all right. Uh, but Marvel, I might say a Marvel spoiler. So. Any spoiler warning, spoiler <laughs> warning. See, but that's nice that mute you it, give mute it, shut this off right. for a second. Uh, so I wasn't I wasn't into the movies yet, and I I knew this person that was, and they were like, "Do you plan on seeing the movies?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I do." I was like, "So I don't." They saw Endgame. They had just gone to the theaters and okay. watched Endgame. Right. And they were like, "Do you do you care if I spoil it?" And I was like, "I do." I was like, "I might <laughs> I might watch it. I actually yeah. plan on watching it. So don't don't say anything because I I don't want to know." And like three minutes later, we were just having a casual conversation, and he just mentioned that that Iron Man dies, oh. and I was like so pissed off. And then so we finally, I started watching them finally. And Sarah, who is a huge Marvel fan, she was like, "Are you excited for the movie?" And I was like, "Yeah, but I already know that, yeah. that this happens." And she's like, "Who told you? Yeah. Like what? Give me their name." Like, she was like <laughs> so furious, but. And just that pissed me off. I can't imagine dating somebody that would do yeah. that to you. So uh, you can come back now. Anybody? Yeah. Anybody that muted, you're good. Unmute us. You're good. We're good. We're good. Um, We're good. I'm sorry about that. Anyways. Um. So in answer to her original question, no. am I the asshole? Mm-mm. No. No. He is. I think you're a dumbass if you don't break up with with <laughs> this dude. That's all I'm saying. There's no. No. Ain't nobody got time for that. No. Mm-mm. Dana says this. The, that guy is immature. Maturity is the ability to postpone immediate gratification. Wow, okay. That was very scientific. Yeah, it's very deep. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right. That's Abby says he's ignoring boundaries that she clearly set. That won't be the only boundary he breaks. Wow. I mean, that's that that that's could be true. true. That yeah. could be true. I mean, he just shows no self control. That's I, that's crazy. Abby said I dated a guy that had to ruin anything enjoyable just to have the control. Oh, yeah, may, okay. So yeah, maybe that's it. Yeah. I don't know what his obsession is. Uh, and Emily says, no, uh, what a DB. Gary cried in the theaters. I know a lot of people that cried. And this <laughs> dude that told me cried too, and I'm like... Oh, you mean he, uh, Endgame when yeah, that happened? Yeah, if yeah. this dude, if this dude like was okay doing that to me after having that reaction, why wouldn't you want someone else to have that reaction? Yeah, he ruined it for you. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, All right. moving on. Uh, a majority of Americans say they would give up booze, junk food, and the internet for their pets. Oh, Charlie. The uh, pet brand Honest Paws surveyed over 1,000 American pet owners to see what they would be willing to sacrifice for their pet. 
they found 67% of us were willing to give up the Internet for a year. Ooh, that'd be tough. Pete's sitting here. He's like, I love Charlie. <laughs> I don't know if I love him that much. I'm, I'm Jones and man. I don't shaking. know. 70% said they would ditch their smartphone for the 365 days with their pet. And 96% say they would rather give up all junk food and alcohol if it meant keeping their pet. That one, yes, easy. That one I could do. I don't know. Yeah. What do you think? Could I do junk food? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I can tell you. I can tell you what though. Trish would give up literally anything in her life for this dog. Oh yeah, for any dog. Yeah, she would give all of us up in a heartbeat, without a doubt. <laughs> She'd be like, "Get your bags packed. You're out. This is Charlie's house." Yeah, a hundred percent. If you're wondering, yes, it was a hot summer. This summer was tied with the 1936 Dust Bowl as the hottest summer on record in the U.S. June, July, and August had a combined average temperature that was nearly uh, 0.01 hotter than the extreme heat experienced during the summer of 1936. And several states, including California, Nevada, Utah, Oregon, and Idaho, experienced their hottest temperatures on record. Climate change. Climate And if, you, if you're hearing this saying, well, 0.01%, that's not much. Well, all those little degrees happen, right? Mm-hmm. All those. And that's the average temperature. Do you ever read about the Dust Bowl? Uh, yes. Of 19... That, that's a fascinating story. I I watched a PBS special. There was, there was, of course he did. Yeah. Am I the only guy you know that watches PBS? Yes. Oh, okay. But, uh, yeah, I watched a, a special once on the Dust Bowl, and what those people went through is just amazing. How they used to put cloth up around the, around the door and everything, because the mm-hmm. dust would just blow in through the slightest gap. All, like, dishes and everything had to be upside down. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That was crazy. Yeah, I can't imagine living like that. That's, that's scary. And, and how dark it would get, like when, when a, when a oh, dust storm yeah. would come through, how dark it would get. Be almost nighttime, huh? Crazy, yeah. All right, has anyone thought about our, uh, our random thought for the day here today? What three words rank right up there with I love you? Yes, I have a couple. Okay. Well, uh, let's see. Emily says, proud of you. Oh, I think that's, that's good, good to hear. Yeah. yeah. And then Abby said, thought of you. Another nice. Good one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, here's one for your mom. Here's a puppy. Yep, yeah. <laughs> um... Here's more beer. That's a good one. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Hmm? How about here's some chocolate? Have some chocolate. I like chocolate. I don't go crazy for chocolate. Yeah, you're not a big... Uh, well, we talked about that Many before. Times. Yeah. Salty, Salty over sweet. sweet. Yeah. Give me goldfish crackers. And also somebody said uh, the three words that rank right up there with I love you is I'm cancer free. How, mm-hmm. how great would that be? Huh? That's a good one. I was in church yesterday, and uh, there, there's someone in our church who... Uh, was being treated for cancer. She went for a doctor's uh, checkup or whatever, and the the tumor's gone. That's awesome. Isn't that wild? I and I don't know why it's gone, but it's gone. That's good enough, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, let's see. Do we have any chats this morning? Or uh, let's see. Gary did say there's certain parts in that movie that are sad. Sue me. I I will say that I knew what happened, and I still got a little teary eyed. So yeah, that just shows yeah. how great it was. So uh, no one's suing you over here. Not on the Pete Braley show, I'll tell you that much. And Sarah, I, Sarah sobs every time. She's she's probably seen it like five times, probably more mm. at this point. She cries every time. So no shame in that. Dana said the PBS special in the Dust Bowl was a great documentary. 
Thank you, Dana. All right, so you and Dana, the only people that the watch PBS. The only people that watch PBS. It's, it's so funny because, I don't know, were you watching PBS the other day or something? Yeah, I was watching um, something, to, something to do with Ken Burns baseball. I don't know, like the logo popped up, and I was like, wow, PBS hasn't changed at all. <laughs> like, it is the same. They know their demographic, and they're going for it. Documentary lovers. And I know they have to ask for money, but, man, when they, when they cut away from the movie... And go to the people saying, and you can have this DVD set and a towel if you just donate $100. See, at least, well, that's crazy. I mean, that's time, when you, that that's time when you get up and go for a snack. At least they yeah. give something. Though. It's like you're buying yeah. something. Yeah, that's true. I, I like that. You know, like I'm all for supporting what you what, what you like, but yeah. I think you should get something in return. It shouldn't just be a straight up donation. Uh, unless it's like charity or something, obviously. Yeah. I'm saying like donating to a company or something like that. Yeah. Um, let's see. Abby said, Matt, we went apple picking yesterday. Going to make some apple pie today. Come up and you can have some pie and cheese. No, thank you. <laughs> if it's just pie, I'm there. If it's pie and cheese, I'm gone. I mentioned, uh, yesterday about, uh, you know, I was craving apple pie and, uh, I am tempted to, to try just to see what the, what the big deal is to have a slice of cheddar with your apple pie. I don't know. No. I mean, for the sake of. I don't know the show trying new things. I'll maybe I'll try it, but I think I'm already just like I've predetermined that it's gross. So I don't think see that's what that's what stinks about the the human brain. I've already decided that it's gross, so I pro- <laughs> I probably can't try it. And yeah, be but like, you can't you can't. Oh, do this that. is great. This yeah. is uh, you know what I changed my mind. This is a fantastic combination. Like I don't think that's ever going to happen. If you uh, if you're wondering what we're talking about, I think it was last week. Mm-hmm. Last week we had a story about having apple pie uh, with a slice of cheddar cheese, and uh, it was it something. Wasn't, it wasn't cheddar. It wasn't it something else. It's supposed to be cheddar, I oh, think. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it was a specific brand or something. Okay. We were talking about. Um, it was something we had never heard of. Well, well, I had heard of it. No, but it's gross. No, it just does not sound good. Gloria said, "What movie are you talking about? Uh, Avengers Endgame is yeah. what we were talking about. Yes, huh. Diane. Uh, I watch PBS and I love it." Okay, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. There's three of us. I'm sorry. There's three of us. So i pr- proven wrong. People watch it. Four of you. Anyway, <laughs> uh, moving on. Old people watch it. <clears throat> Time now for things you didn't know you needed. Facebook is trying its hand at internet-connected smart glasses. They've partnered with Ray-Bans for this project. The uh, company's unveiled Ray-Ban Stories, Connected Eyewear, with built-in speakers and a microphone for making calls. I mean, we tried this. I mean, the Snapchat had one. Didn't uh, Google? Google Glass. Google. Yeah. We tried it. I, I just, it didn't really didn't really take off. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I will say Facebook is making a big move partner with Ray-Bans because everybody loves Ray-Bans. But. Yeah. There's going to be a companion app, and uh, the spectacles cost... Almost three hundred bucks, two ninety nine. Of course. Yeah. Does any like would anyone actually be interested in that? That's one piece of technology I'm not really hmm. interested in. Facebook said the glasses let people capture life's spontaneous moments as they happen from a unique first person perspective, as well as you could listen to music, you could talk to people, and using the Facebook View app, you could share photos and videos. On social media. See, the only thing out of that that sounds like different and useful is the first person view of everything. But basically, it would be like having a GoPro, but a more accurate representation. Yeah, okay. Because it's from your eyes. Right. But all the other stuff, there's other devices that do it better. 
I don't I don't want to listen to music from my glasses. Okay. Personally. Yeah, I agree with you. All right, maybe it'll become the next big thing. I'll get a pair and fall in love with them. I don't, I don't even know. <laughs> I, I can just see me trying to explain that to your mother. You spent 300, 300 bucks on what? Yeah, no. Probably yeah. probably not a good idea for you. Probably not. You have someone to answer to. Oh. Mm. A new warning from police. Police are warning parents against posting pictures of their kids with too much information on social media. Parents have been posting uh, pictures of the kids for back to school on social media. I don't know about you, but all my friends uh, the past two weeks have had first day of school pictures up. But in many cases, the kids are holding paper or a whiteboard that has information such as name, age, grade, teacher, and name of school. They're holding up a whiteboard with their social security number. I, th- I didn't think it was a good idea, but I thought, what else? Should- hey, you know, this is a great idea for the first day of school. Why not? Yeah. Cops warn that uh, that info can all be used by predators, scammers, and other people looking to endanger your child, family, or finances. They add that no matter your privacy settings or friends list, it is best to keep personal information on the Internet to the bare minimum. Hmm. Somebody else mentioned that, uh, you know how they have all these questions about uh, the name of your dog or... Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they have all these questions on Facebook. It'll be a random post that says, like, comment the name of your first dog. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, my God. I remember Scruffy so it well. Was, it was Delilah. <laughs> Anyways. But what happens is the scammers realize that we use our pet's name a lot mm-hmm. for our password. So that's how they figure it was oh. actually Sarah that told me that. Her husband, Stephen, had, had pointed that out, and so she told me that. And I was like, wow, that makes a lot of sense. And yeah. looking back, I've seen a lot of things, because you know how they get the con- the notification that, like, so-and-so commented on this post. Mm-hmm. And you look, and it's like a, I'm trying to think of an example. It's like, common, your mother's maiden name. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, my God. Everyone just loves sharing. As we just love oversharing about ourselves. They're well, like, oh my God, my mother's maiden name was, uh, I don't know, Stanley. <laughs> so, And there are those, uh, those it's, a full, it's a whole list of things, right? Like, there's, uh, there's the most popular things people use for passwords, right. which definitely makes you rethink your passwords. You're like, okay, I need to outsmart the scammers. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do my second dog, not my first not dog. Not my first oh. dog, yes. I don't know. Entertainment news this morning. The Amazing Race is returning to CBS this season. Have you noticed it hasn't been around? The pandemic. The 33rd season of The Amazing Race was forced to halt production in February of 2020 due to the pandemic, having only filmed three episodes of the series. The series, which is celebrating its 20th anniversary this year, is currently in pre-production. It was not revealed when it will uh, hit CBS, but The Apprentice is back. Mm. Of course, they they won't be going through France, right? Because we're not. Wait, allowed... did you say The Apprentice? You mean The Amazing Race? I'm sorry, The Amazing For Race. For a second, I was like, wait, what, The Apprentice is back yeah. too? No, The Amazing Race. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, Wasn't The Apprentice Donald Trump show? Yes, it was. <laughs> He's yeah. back. He's back. He's back. You won't go you, away. You fired. <laughs> um, isn't it France is not allowing any? Uh, non-vaccinated Americans to go. You can't go to France unless you've had the vaccine. I don't know. So. I, don't, I, ha- I haven't had the desire to go to France. No, no. I did not I, recently. I Mom and I went there once. It was yes, very you guys nice. did a lot of traveling. Very nice. Yeah. yeah, we did a lot of traveling. BC. That's before children. Yeah. 
Uh, I mentioned Phil Collins. Phil Collins revealed that he can barely hold drumsticks anymore due to his ongoing health problems. Poor guy. That breaks my heart. In a new interview, he spoke about no longer being able to play the drums. He said, I'd love to, but you know, I can barely hold a stick with this hand. I don't know which hand. Didn't say. So there are certain physical things that get in the way. He said, I don't know if I'll ever be fit enough to play the drums again on tour. He's had several health issues throughout the years, including uh, he had back surgery in 2015, and then he had a few falls after that. So, uh, yeah, he's not he's not doing well. That breaks my heart for one reason and one reason only. Oh, yeah. He can't hold the drumsticks to play the single greatest drum fill of all time in any song. And don't we all do it? It's just, I don't know. The, he makes music that's like too good. We don't deserve it. We don't deserve the music. <laughs> we don't he makes. deserve Phil Collins. No, we don't. No. We don't deserve him. I mean, that drum fill. I in don't know. Air, like in the air tonight. <laughs> I've I've heard other songs do similar drum fills, probably based on that one. It's just not as good. Like I don't know. Some it's the drum fill itself, the way they mic'd it up, and whatever they did in the production of that song. But that drum <laughs> fill, you feel it in your heart. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I'm convinced that when that drum fill plays, everyone's heart beats to that drum fill. In, in unison, yes. Yeah. Anyways, that yeah, yeah that's sad. Well, don't I, even get me started on the Tarzan soundtrack. Oh, it's fantastic. It's too good. A Disney yeah. movie should not. Yeah. I mean, Frozen was good. Don't get me wrong. Like oh, the yeah. Frozen soundtrack yeah. was good. Not even close to Tarzan. It, the Tarzan soundtrack did it win any Grammys? I, I don't know. I it, have to look it that should've. up. It should have. It should have. If it didn't, yeah, it should be nominated this year. And it should have won the Oscar. It should too. clean house. Like I'm yeah. talking like best pop album best rock album give it everything like just throw it give it all to phil he deserves it something we actually agree on wow i love phil and how many of us i mean when that song comes in the air tonight when that song comes on how many of us will pause wherever we are you know you're in a you're in the grocery store where Mm -hmm. you pause because it's like wait a minute here it comes but the best part is everyone pauses and they're like uh, it, it's here. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, like, right. Uh, it's, he- it's here. And then, like, you get to the point, you're like, no, it's here. Wait for it. I love... Oh, I need to listen to it. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, my my impression was so good, we might get copyrighted for that. I know, we might. Yeah, we might was... get a red flag up. Yeah, I love that. Anyways, what were we um, talking about? Well, Back we, to you. Well, we were talking about Phil's uh, health issues. That's where it came yeah, from. Well, shame prayers you. for Phil. Yes, yes. And uh, we have more hiring news here. Beautiful people are more likely to get hired. They're more likely to receive better performance evaluations, and they're more likely to get paid more. But it's not just because of their good looks, according to research. New research from a business, the uh, University of Buffalo School of Management. I wonder if they have a football team. Um, New research found that while a beautiful premium does exist across professions, it's partially because attractive people develop distinct traits as a result of how the world responds to their attractiveness. Oh, that's actually really fascinating. It's like it's more. Well, it's more than I wasn't actually kidding. It's like it's more than just actually looking good. It's talking about like they build a greater sense of power and have more opportunities to improve nonverbal communication skills throughout their lives. Researchers say their less attractive peers can level the playing field during the hiring process by adopting a powerful posture. Hmm. 
the researchers asked certain participants to strike a power pose. So what's a power pose? All right. Stand with your feet shoulder length apart. Put your hands on your hip. Put your, I mean, put your hands on your hips. Both both hands. Yeah, yeah. While you're laughing. Wait, uh, I have a story. Chest out and chin up during the pitch. With this technique, the less attractive people were able to match the level of nonverbal presence that their more attractive counterparts displayed naturally. See, we, I, I, I had a teacher, I'm trying to, I think I remember who it was, but I had a teacher who introduced power poses and we all thought it was like the dumbest thing <laughs> because I don't know, before, cla- this, before classes it? and like before tests, we would do like 30 seconds of power poses. Was this in college or no, high school? No, this was high school. High school? Yeah. Yeah? Mm-hmm. So know. before just, class, Don't, don't would... exaggerate it though. Like don't be, don't be sitting in your interview like. Like something stupid because you're not. I guarantee you're. They're gonna be like, "What the hell is this person doing?" <laughs> so don't don't do it. Maybe do it before. I it, it, there's actually studies that it like increases confidence to do power poses. Yes. Yeah. But but probably don't do it during the interview. That doesn't seem smart. I have heard that uh, if you practice a, a power pose, you know, like five minutes a day or something like you that, just it, wake up, just power pose. Like it's it's supposed to help you become yeah. a more Think like what would a person. what would a Power Ranger do? Just do that, pretty much. Um, oh, but yeah, no, I, I want to be the Red Power Ranger. Beauty is maybe it's a thing. I I think like personality, just being a good a good hang is what they call it. That goes a long way. Like a good if, hang, if like you someone can, you want to hang out with. Yeah, like yeah. if you can hold a conversation. Like uh, the key is asking questions. That's like about people i don't know about in the inter- i mean that's important in interviews yeah but like, when you're talking to somebody if you ask questions about stuff that they bring up about stuff that they're interested in if you ask them more questions people automatically like love you they love to talk about their interests yeah, that's that's yeah, like the, the key aspect right um is is to ask about them as hmm. we always want to talk about ourselves but oh, to yeah. ask about other people they love that okay so all right. Just a piece of advice. So, a piece oh, of advice from, from socially awkward Matt over here. <laughs> uh, the story does say power posing is not the only solution. Anything that can make you feel more powerful, like doing a confident self talks, self talk, you know, you are great. There you go. Uh, visualizing yourself succeeding or reflecting on past accomplishments before a social evaluation situation can also help. Just like I said, power posing is important. Yeah. Probably don't do it in the interview. Um, or or do some form of it. But like don't do like very drastic like because there's some silly looking ones. <laughs> don't don't do those. Yeah, like if you uh But don't be like hunched over, you know? Be yeah. be don't awesome. slouch. Yeah. But, yeah. But I'm I'm just saying don't like stand up with like your hands in the air. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Power posing. Or put your hands on your hips like your what? What was that card? The Incredibles, right? Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. yeah. So. What are you? What What are you doing? I'm power posing. I'm power posing, man. You should be enjoying my confidence. Yeah. Yes. So that's it. That's about all I had for today. Let's see. I got right. some chats. Yeah. Let's uh, find out what's on your mind let's today. Let's see. Dana said, "Gotta run, gang. Be safe. You be safe hey, as well. Be safe, Dana. Yep. Uh, Abby said, "I agree, Matt. We don't deserve him. We don't deserve Phil." He's, he's, oh, Phil he's Collins. made music that yeah. was too good. And I, f- I feel like he's he's starting to get the recognition now that he deserves. If, I mean, everyone's known about In the Air tonight. But like right. the Tarzan soundtrack, I feel like everyone's been talking about it the past year. I don't know. Maybe, they maybe people it? are discovering Tarzan for the first time. Yeah. Uh, let's see. 
Gary said that's Emily's favorite Phil song. It's just it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Um, Wasn't there? I I think I saw a TikTok uh, last week. Gotta go with TikTok. Uh, I think I saw a TikTok the other day of uh, it was a maybe a two year old in his car seat, mm-hmm. and that song was playing, and he ju- he nailed the drum part. It's what do you call it? The drum. It's fill? the one thing you were right. It's the one thing that brings everybody together. It's that <laughs> drum fill. We should just I don't know. We should just play it on repeat all the time. I wonder if there's a behind the scenes video of like how that came about. You know, whose idea was it? Was it just was it Phil saying, Probably "Hey, Phil. let me do this here." You know. Yeah. Phil was yeah. like, let me just let me just bless the world with this. <laughs> I don't know. Musical representation. How of, many of us are gonna go watch it right to, right after this? It's so good. Yeah. It's so and you have to listen to it on like max volume. Justin uh-huh. said there's actually a TED talk about power posing. Maybe we should watch it. Maybe we should start tomorrow's show with our best power with poses. With our power poses. Every Pete Braley show will start off with with a minute of power posing. Wow. For everyone. Um, wow. Let's see. Diane said, "Like that statue of that powerful little girl in front of the Wall Street Bowl." Oh yeah, have you seen I that? I don't know what that is. Okay, I'll pull it up for All you. All right. Yeah. I need a picture. Yeah. Oh, she's the Wall do- Street Bull. I'm sorry. She's doing a. Uh, she's she's doing a power pose. Yeah. Let's see. Abby said, "If you do a power pose before something hard or intimidating, it helps you perform the task better." It does. There's okay. a lot of evidence. I'm just saying, probably don't do it during. That might <laughs> during an interview. I mean, there's certain cases. Who cares? Do it during. Hi. But the interview, I don't know. They might be like a little. Maybe it's too much power. Maybe if you go into the interview and you do your power pose, they'll be like intimidated. They'll be like, Whoa. I can't hire you. You have more power than me. I know. You're better than you me. Know, you know how to power pose. Yes. Anyways, that's it. All right. Uh, we leave you the thought for the day. All right. We have a full week coming up, don't we? Yeah. Got the, the whole five days this week. Mm-hmm. All right. Get into stuff. We leave you with our thought for the day today. It comes to us from Roy Bennett, who once said, don't be pushed around by the fears in your mind. Be led by the dreams in your heart. Boom. All right. No matter what, we hope you go out and make it a great day. Peace.